0: Hello there. My name is Justine and I am the host of the For the Love of Yourself podcast. I am a certified holistic health coach and I am passionate about helping you become the best version of yourself by becoming confident in your body through food freedom, intuitive eating and manifestation. This podcast was made to help you change your mindset around traditional diets as well as traditional ways of living. I hope you find exactly what you needed to hear today in order to help change your life. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode is inspired by honestly, videos I watch online, I tend to always like to watch, I guess, polarizing content to what I believe in, um, as well as listen to people who I agree with. And it always just helps me see other people's point of view, how they view the things that I view. And what I mean is in particular, like intuitive eating and not dieting, all those things. So I feel like there's always just so many Misconceptions. And one of those is that intuitive eating only works for people who have had eating disorders or disordered eating or are yo yo dieters. And I want to stop everyone right there because that's not true. And what I mean by this is, in particular, people always say that if you overeat, Um, if you're just like obese or really fat or you have a in quotes food addiction end quotes that intuitive eating doesn't work for you because you have a food problem you're addicted to food and you can't allow yourself to have free range around food and I do not believe that to be true so I always want to preface that every single person On the planet was born an intuitive eater. Obviously, there's very, very, very rare circumstances to where that's not true. If you have some random illness or disease, maybe that's not true for you. But the vast majority of people, you were born an intuitive eater and something in your external world influenced the way you were eating and then you stopped becoming an intuitive eater. Now, I would say there's like a big percentage of the population, anywhere from like 30 to 50% of people in the world are still intuitive eaters and their weight is fine. They don't have to worry about their weight. You probably know someone like this. And then I would say there's an even smaller percentage of people who are intuitive eaters and also have a healthy body image because those are two very different things. Now, you listening to the podcast... You probably desire to be an intuitive eater. So you want to be able to eat foods you enjoy, but you also want to not feel like eating healthy is a chore or exercising is the end of the world or the worst thing you have to do at the end of your workday. You probably want to enjoy exercise and enjoy healthy foods and enjoy feeling healthy and not have to worry about tracking a bunch of stuff or cutting out carbs or fat or whatever. And you were just sick of the food rules. And for me, the food rules got exhausting. And no matter what kind of diet or lifestyle you choose to go on, there's going to be food rules. And I do not think food rules are inherently always bad so for me i'm vegan so i automatically have some food rules but my veganism does not stem from a place of negativity pretty much so that can mean not liking my body wanting to lose weight um just wanting to change myself in any way it comes from a place of positivity which means i want to help change the world and make it a better place so that people would consider as a food rule. Now, if you're going on like keto or something to specifically lose weight and it comes from this negative place, which I guarantee most of the time it does, then that's when I don't agree with the food rule. Now, how do you get from a place of negativity and choosing food rules to be from a negative place? to change how you look because you're unhappy, to allowing yourself to have any set of food rules that you want simply because you actually honor your body and care about your body. Those are two completely different things. Now, in the world we live in with diet culture and like the beauty industry, the diet industry, those industries have found through marketing that the easiest way... To get us to buy stuff from them is to make us feel insecure and to profit off of our insecurities. Because insecurity is kind of like the plague. Once you feel it, you'll feel it in a million other different places. For instance, back in the day, a thigh gap used to be the thing. So having inner thigh fat was really bad. Then cellulite had a rise in like the 90s. Cellulite wasn't really a worry for anyone before that. And so now they can still sell cellulite creams and stuff. Um, with the beauty industry, having plump lips is now a good thing. So people go and get, you know, vials of Juvederm done and lots of Botox. So by them marketing to us and telling us that something's wrong with us, we automatically look for ways to fix it. So you'll probably look for ways to fix your cellulite or your thigh gap or your hip dips or your love handles in some form of food restriction or exercise that's the easiest and most common way to do so and that is not coming from a place of love or caring for yourself and nowadays it's really really hard to tell the difference between is this do I want to do this to be healthy or do I want to do this because I'm uncomfortable in my body and I'd rather it be different because diet culture has morphed itself into something that's health-based and health-focused so I think that's why intuitive eating sounds so crazy because it doesn't seem health-focused but in reality it actually is very health-focused and I do believe that everyone can benefit from following the principles of intuitive eating and when you listen to maybe this podcast or see um tiktok videos or see like dietitians talking or whoever who's all about intuitive eating we typically talk about a few core principles and that's about it because those core principles are the most widely like easily easy to do widely available for people to do who are really really struggling so if you're not really really struggling then what do you do so Things like basically the whole undieting process, so eating what you want, having giving yourself unconditional permission to eat food, um, allowing yourself to eat junk food whenever you want and feel overly full, that can sound really scary, especially if you do care about your health. So where is the line? Where does it lie? So for instance, if you feel like you have a food addiction or a food problem, how is it that eating junk food, having zero foods off the table and eating them guilt-free, how is that actually beneficial to you? Because maybe you feel like you're already living like that. Well, this is where I think you could have a change or a shift in perspective. So I do not believe that you feel zero guilt about eating these foods, So this is when you need to start checking yourself and tapping in with yourself and seeing what is your self-talk like, what are your feelings and emotions like, which is why I love food journaling so much, after you eat like junk food or food that makes you not feel good. And then once you figure out the feelings and the emotions and the self-talk, because those are pretty surface level, those are a little bit easier to find, then you can Find how the food physically makes you feel. And this is a really, really important key component because intuitive eating, people think, is all about your feelings and your emotions. But that is not true. It actually goes much deeper into how food affects your body in your day to day life. Because as a coach and someone who helps people become intuitive eaters, I don't want you to feel like shit every day. it's not fun it's it feels good to be healthy and I think that's why people like diets so much because it forces them to feel that way but the downfall is that they're not obtainable they're not sustainable you can't stay on them forever and I know that you know that so what you do instead is you figure out how foods affect your body because your body is very unique to who you are and then eat accordingly so when so then you need to start tracking how your how your body is feeling after eating foods and then what you do from there once you have all of these negative thoughts out of your mind and you're not following diet rules anymore this is a neutral place to be and this is when you can actually start caring for your body so by caring for your body you see how foods make you physically. Feel and when you emotionally are pulled towards, like, in quotes, bad foods, like foods that don't make you feel good, because sometimes that happens, and then deciding and allowing you to have the full choice from a not guilty place or not a place of shame should I eat this food or will I feel better eating something else? And I think that this is where people think that intuitive eating doesn't work because. It's like people act like we have no choice over what our body wants. And that's simply not the truth. But to start off intuitive eating, you have to allow your body to feel safe. And that's simply all it is. So when you're dieting and when you're in this place of restriction, you put your body in this heightened state of stress, whether you actually feel stressed or not. So you automatically... Mess up your hormones and you have raised cortisol, and then you also feel intense cravings around foods that you're not allowing yourself to eat, and it's just all over a bad state. So, once you allow yourself to stop feeling like that, then that's when you can actually choose foods that you want to eat or you don't want to eat. And this can be a process, but to start the intuitive eating process, you have to do all of that work first in order to get to a place to actually achieve health so people who criticize intuitive eating they might already be more of an intuitive eater than you are or that i was um and from very restrictive dieting and counting my macros and exercise addiction, I was not at a place to automatically go from there to caring about my body and my health because I needed my body to know that everything's okay, that I'm taking care of it, that I honor it, and my body will get what my body needs. But your body from all the restriction gets very stressed and it doesn't feel Safe and so it does crazy things, or what seems crazy, like heighten all of your cravings intensely just to make you eat some extra calories at the end of the day. So, if you have been restricting yourself, or if you've been approaching health from a negative light at all, the intuitive eating process and allowing your body to feel safe and connected to you again is really, really, really crucial for you to have long lasting health and maybe you don't have a super messed up relationship with food so maybe this will only take you a couple months and that's awesome or maybe you're like me and it's gonna take a couple years and that's also awesome whatever the journey is for you is exactly how it's meant to be and don't discredit your journey if it looks different than someone else's and then once you do this you're like okay i'm on a good place with food then you can start approaching health. And that's the beauty of it. And then you can do that for the rest of your life from this new healthy perspective with these clear eyes and not being a victim to diet culture and not allowing these industries dictate how you feel about your body and about your weight. And you won't have to buy a bunch of useless products and supplements anymore. And it'll be awesome. So I 100% everyone can benefit from practicing intuitive eating. And again, wherever you are in your journey dictates where you should start with the intuitive eating principles and the intuitive eating process. And if you want an expert to help you with that, that's what I do. I help clients go through this process um, in a similar way that I did, but also a very unique way to how you need to do it and with your body and your specific needs. Um, I It's the new year. I haven't announced this on my Instagram yet, but I probably will once this episode's up, I'm going to be running the sale all month of January for the new year for my one-on-one coaching services. So I'm only going to have four spots available, four to five, we'll see, um, So I'm only going to have limited spots available for this discounted price, and I never run discounts on my one-on-one coaching services. So if you're listening to this and you've been wanting to work with me, I would highly recommend booking a discovery call for January. The sooner you get in, the better, because again, spots are going to fill up. And I do three months of coaching to six months of coaching. If you want to work with me, I would highly recommend it. If you are ready to take on this journey, and especially in the new year, if you're so sick of like having those weight loss goals or those health goals, and then like new year's, you know, it's the second day of the year and you're like, oh, I'm just going to start on Monday. If you're already saying that this program is definitely for you because I want you to have never have to say, I'm going to start on Monday ever again. (laughs) So, um, everything will be in linked in the show notes. Um, go to my website, book your free discovery call in the month of January, and you'll get that discount. And yeah, that's it for me today, guys. I hope this was helpful for you. If you've been kind of confused about the intuitive eating thing and if it's right for you, and I always want to remind you that it is right for you. You were born an intuitive eater and I'm just here to help guide you back to that natural state that you were born in. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.